Uh, how you doing, Ashlyn? From across the good. room. Well, you know, the couch is almost too comfy. I you know, know, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've been on that couch. It's soft, and I think, wow, it must be nice sitting on the floor. <laughs> Just an update for you guys. We're trying out a new recording method uh, through Anchor because of technical things. Um, and so I have been, I banished myself to the corner of the room. Yeah, so, so we're... We're recording on two different devices, thinking if that will work better, but we can't sit next to each other. <laughs> so she is banished. Of course, yes. The <laughs> fight that has almost ended all pl- plotted together. <laughs> Our friendship. Gone. In shambles. <laughs> you know it's also puts a bad taste in my mouth? <laughs> Avatar. Oh man, yeah, those blue people—they're the no. worst. No, <laughs> I'm talking about Avatar: The Last Airbender. But before people attack me, I'm not talking about the animated one. Yeah, no, the the movie by our boy M Night Shyamalan. Oh my God, wait, he he did that one? Yeah, I thought I told you that. Three for three. <laughs> We're just gonna keep talking about M Night until he makes like a good movie. Listen, he's gonna come after us because all we only do his movies. <laughs> we're obsessed with him. We're obsessed. Honestly, I mean, me and Ashley were talking about this a minute ago. Like, we enjoyed Split. I enjoyed The Sixth Sense. I don't know if you've seen The Sixth Sense. I know the ending, so I never watched it. Yeah, well, it's good. It's like really good. It's you can tell he knew what he was doing. I don't know what the frick happened with Old and the Visit. And Avatar The Last Airbender, because it's like it's like the writing of a madman, you know? Uh I'm so- I just watched The Mist and I'm very upset. <laughs> so that is another one. So let's add that to the list of movies I hate because of him. <laughs> we and you, Stephen checker. King. Right. <laughs> I'm coming for you. <laughs> I'm coming for you, Stephen King. <laughs> So, we're talking about Avatar The Last Airbender, obviously the cinematic masterpiece of our generation. Yeah, and if we're being specific, you know, it's about Ong. I love Ong. He is my favorite uh, anime protagonist. I just love his, you know, personality. Oh, man. So good. Such a charming young boy. And, oh, his friend Soka. Oh, love Soka. He is hilarious, right? (laughs) I mean, the way he just stares into your soul, almost like jasper from twilight what that's crazy talk <laughs> get out of town i know they wouldn't have let a white man play him but because <laughs> that's accurate oh man i heard that they changed the names you know ang to ong Sokka to soka because they thought it was more culturally accurate but it's a made-up culture yeah, I don't. I can't help them with that one because I am white. And plus, they like when they made the original animation series or animated series. They didn't like. I'm trying to think of the right words. They did a lot of research, and I'm pretty sure weren't a lot of the animators the same culture. Yeah, I think so. I would have to do research, but I think they were all from like Asia. Or at least had a better knowledge of Asia than just a generalized stereotype of it, which is what this movie felt like. It felt like they just took a stereotype of Asia and were like, look, monks and bald people and uh, blah, blah, blah. But none of them were Asian. 
Yeah. Not that I can remember. Yeah. That is accurate. It's it's very whitewashed. It is so whitewashed. I mean, that's just one of the main problems, but we're both white, so we won't be talking about that. We're going to be talking about the writing, which also sucked. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, so, past this point, there are spoilers. So, if you haven't seen it, good don't. for you. <laughs> yeah, I was like, don't watch it. Like, we're don't literally... We're giving you the rundown, so you do not have to watch it. It is awful. It makes my eyes bleed. But God, do I love making people watch it. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I really wanted to watch it just to make fun of it, and I was not disappointed. Yeah. So for some context, um, I made Ashlyn and one of my roommates at the time watch it together. They were both the ones that got me into the animated series. I was like, look at how they slaughtered my boy. Um, and it had the desired effect. They were both like on my couch screaming and crying. And yeah, my younger brother and I had seen it before. And we were like, this is absolute crap. This movie is bad. It's- you know, it was it was bad. I mean, like if y'all have ever watched Avatar the Airbender, you know that the the skills to bend, it's very like graceful and very powerful, too. This this movie just takes that and just throws it away. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're not even operating with the same plot line that the animated series did. They, like, went way off script, despite yeah. having all the source material laid out in front of them. Yeah, apparently, like, he was trying to follow the spirit of, like, a dragon. I guess that was supposed to be Avatar Roku, but they never really, I feel like they never explain it. Even though half this movie is just exposition, they don't explain that. But they don't explain that that was a reincarnation of him, right? Right. It's just a, it's just this dragon telling him what to do, yeah. And because and oh, also that only the avatar is connected with the spirit world, which is true somewhat. But the air nomads are known to be connected to the spirit world, right? Right. That's why they're monks. They isolate themselves to be more connected to the spirit world. I feel like. Can we even summarize this movie? I mean, it was just all over the place. Like, without knowing the animated series, how would you tell someone what this movie's about? Um, I would say it's about a little boy that can do elemental bending that's trying to stop the f- a revolt. Sort of. Or, like, trying to stop an invasion. See, that's where it's not clear for me as well. Because it's like... Okay, so you have... every Like, everything you just said, absolutely. But then it's like, what is he trying to stop? We have this bad character, the Fire Lord, but we... And he, like, imprisons people. But not really. Like, they just came upon that one slave encampment, in air quotes... Because they could have totally left whenever they wanted. There were there were no gates. There was no walls. And you have a character at the beginning, Katara's grandmother, that's like, the Fire Lord wants to get rid of the spirits. So that's like, does he, though? I don't know what he wants. That's true. They did say that they were trying to attack the spirit world. And I mean, like, in the original animation series, there is one uh, commander that is trying to do that. Sort of. Not really get rid of the spirit world, but one spirit. But that's not that's not what he wants. That's not the Fire Lord never said that he wanted to get rid of the spirit world. Right, right. I mean, he's just like I want to take over everything because I think that I'm right and you're wrong. 
And you're like, yeah, that's politics for you. But yeah, this is it's a very Nazi thing to do. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's very uh very But German it's all political, not spiritual. Yeah, that's why I got confused with this movie because they kept trying to add all this crazy world building and then explain it to you like hand feeding a baby, basically. But then they never really do anything with the spirit world. You know, I mean at the end they do the the um the moon spirit and the sun spirit. But it's so confusing getting to that point that you're like, he killed fish, and now the sun is gone. Wow. The moon is gone. Oh, the moon. It's the, the moon. moon. The sun is gone. I was like, that would be a more interesting plot, but that's not what happened. My first boyfriend turned into the moon. Oh, that's rough, buddy. <laughs> I miss that. There was no humor in this movie. No, not at all. And also, can we just talk about the fact that it takes a whole season for them, like, in the show, t- to get to the uh, the North Pole? Mm-hmm. And this one just took them two hours. Yeah, I mean, can you not just walk to the North Pole? I can. <laughs> I, we, did, we just, like, skipped over Boomy altogether. Absolutely, we did. Boomy's such a good character, and they're like, he's not serious enough for this movie. What about the Uncle Iroh? You mean Uncle Ero? Ew, I totally forgot about that. <laughs> Every time he comes on screen, I'm like, no, look at how they massacred my boy. They tried, I think, wasn't it like in one of the scenes, like, um, oh, what's his name? Zuko? Zuko. I see you covering your eyes. Uh, yeah. yeah. The scar's <laughs> on the wrong side. To, they're trying to, tra- <laughs> I was trying to jog my memory and I was like, how did he do it? Which side was it? <laughs> wrong side the only character they got right was zuko in this movie because he's he's brooding for the whole first season anyway yeah well they did try to do um, uncle iroh or what was his name Ero. Ero. Ero was like come have some tea (laughs) i was like well yes but no that's not how it goes there's like a half-hearted attempt at the beginning of the film where zuko is like trading super hard being a firebender and bleh uh, and Iro, Uncle Iro comes up. He's like, Zuko, you shouldn't train so hard. You need to learn the basics before you get to the crazy stuff. And I'm like, okay, maybe his character is consistent. It is not. Because for the rest of the movie, he kind of like cares, but not really. Like, he just doesn't care. He's just kind of like along for the ride. Yeah, I don't think the people that directed or wrote this movie actually watched the series. Yes, I agree with you because. Even if you weren't basing it on the series, like, that's just an awful thing to do to a minor character. Like, you shouldn't just write in a minor character to be, like, the mentor and then to have them be like, well, you shouldn't do that. I'm going to go do something else. So, like, do whatever you want. Because <laughs> that's what he did for the whole movie. He would, like, tell Zuko, like, hey, we shouldn't do that. Okay, bye. And then there's a scene, there's a weird scene where they're like, Wow, that's Eero. He's this famous general. I hope he doesn't like attack us or like something like that. And I was like, what's so scary about him? He bends fire. And I'm like, so does everyone else. Everyone does. We all have swords. (laughs) We all have swords. What was that weird thing where like they couldn't bend fire unless fire was around except for the last scene? Yeah, yeah, because Uncle Eero's power was that he could create fire. But I was like, what like they tried to give them a handicap with their powers but it just it was stupid well remember because zuko had to break through the ice 
Oh, that's right. Yeah. So he like he made his way out, and it's like, I'm sorry, there's no fire underwater. How did you do that? <laughs> you broke the rules. Illegal. Disqualified. Maybe they were trying to go for like, oh my god, Zuko can create fire, but we're all like. Yeah, we all know. Right. Because their main draw to this film was like, they're trying to get the fans of the series, right? And then you just completely changed it. So it didn't even matter. <laughs> like, how do you how do you go about writing a movie and you're like, all right, we want all the original fans to see our movie. Let's change everything about it and make it whitewashed and offend a lot of people. Oh yeah, for real. Because like, and what Earth? It's kind of reminds me of Percy Jackson. Yeah, yeah. Because it was like it came out during that time where everyone knew what Avatar: The Last Airbender was. Everyone was watching it, and then they're like, "We're gonna make a real life action movie," and everyone was super excited. And then you see the movie, and you're like, "What did I just watch?" <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's the same thing. I remember when this came out, and I was like, oh my god, I'm so excited. And they were like, it's up to you, Ong. And I was like, oh, now I'm watching this movie. Do they call him the Avatar, or do they call him, like, the Avatar or something? I feel like they changed that as well. I think I blocked that out. <laughs> I think I couldn't take any more. I just I remember that out. <laughs> There's that scene where Ong, where Ong gets to the one of the air temples, and, like, he, I guess it's the one where he has his freak out, and they're like, everyone's dead. And he's just, like, deadpan expression, like, oh, my gosh, the Fire Nation. <laughs> and you're like, wow, are you sad? No. Are you happy? No. Like, what is your emotion? He's like, deadpan, I'm about to freak out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's me at public events. And I'm like, I'm going to go freak out in the restroom now. It's but he fine. did. He did freak out, and he went to the Avatar saying, guitar got him back. But I just love it's like the, the entire movie was like the you go girl. I love her lack of emotion. Give us nothing. Give us nothing. You're doing amazing. Because like, honestly, maybe it's not the actors, it's just the writing. Absolutely it is. I mean, let we already talked about Eero being like the minor character that's just like there. He's just there for the ride. Yue, Princess Yue, same thing. She's there. We get narration from Katara that's like, my brother and the princess became fast friends. And you're like, oh, yeah. And like, besides them kissing, like, you wouldn't know they even knew each other. Like, they just kind of like had that scene where he's like, why is your hair white? And she's like, I was dead when I was born. <laughs> and he just has no emotion hearing all of it. <laughs> Trauma bonding. I mean, yep. yeah. The deepest of love. Like, I remember watching this with my little brother, and I guess he was 10 at the time, and he'd seen, like, the series. And we get to the point where Yue dies, or she, you know, sacrificed herself. It's such a big scene, such a big moment in the series, because you're like, no, Princess Yue, you and Sokka love each other. And we get to that part in the movie, and she, like, sacrificed herself, and my little brother goes, I want to care, but I don't. No, <laughs> and that's care. so sad, because Sokka has the exact same expression of... Oh man, I want to care, but I don't. Because <laughs> we don't know her. We literally got a snippet of narration from Katara that's like, this is the princess. She and my brother are best friends. You're like, wow, cool. Yeah, there's no like character development with any of them. Especially, well, because the whole thing with Sokka in the original animated series is that he's kind of misogynistic. Then he meets um, Suki. <laughs> And that totally changes his perspective. And then he meets the other girl. And that, and then he's like totally okay with her being above him. 
in a bigger station and he respects women more. So it sets him up for that big relationship and then they take it away from him. I know. Was we that ent- set up? No. We entirely passed over um, the Kyoshi Warriors. They were such a pivotal part of the series and just season one storytelling because it's like, hey, we all kind of worship one of the previous avatars and Aang is like, I'm 12. I don't feel like I'm a god. I just feel like me and I don't feel like I'm ready for this role. That's Besides- the whole point why he ran away. Right, exactly. It wasn't It wasn't because he didn't want to be the avatar. He's like, I want to be a, I want to be a kid. Right, and right. the whole the whole reason why they take so long to get to the North Pole is because he stops and he does kid things, <laughs> and that's my, what's funny. That's one of my favorite parts of the series is when Zuko has the map and they're tracking Aang and they're like, he must be a master of like, you know, tactics. We can't track this guy, and he's just like making these pit stops, and they're like, we're completely lost. You know, there's yeah. no humor. There's no humor in this movie. It's just like he's so stone faced. Like I don't want to be the Avatar, and you're like, but why? Ong, tell us why. And he's like, I just don't wanna. And yeah. he is like, okay, cool, I guess. Like, sure. <laughs> like, I don't know what to say. They don't react. I don't wanna be the avatar. I don't wanna be super cool. I don't wanna <laughs> save the planet. Like he literally acts exactly like the thing he doesn't want to be 24-7. <laughs> exactly. I was like, do you well, because whenever whenever we first saw the trailer for it, he de- he definitely definitely got a kid to yeah. do it. And I was like, oh, well, this makes sense. But th- I just saw how serious he was being. And I was like, listen, Aang is not serious at all. Right. Actually, whenever he starts being serious toward the end of the whole series, it's because he's freaking out because he doesn't want to kill someone. Right, right. Yeah, they, they do that. Like, it's weird because I feel like they thought they were doing that. They thought they were making him a kid. Because at the end, he does that thing where he's like, I don't know if I have the strength to, like, move the water, you know. I don't know. This my, I, I'm trying to rethink of the ending. And so, like, they, they got the big water monster to take out the ships. He makes the big tsunami wave. And then he stops. Right? Before he kills them? I think. I don't remember. I don't, I don't want to watch it again. at all. I'm not watching it again. Absolutely no, not. <laughs> I don't. I just remember that he won. Well, of course he did. Because <laughs> they thought they were going to get a sequel. Yeah. But like. I just also, remember all the steps leading up to them getting to the North Pole. The South Pole. Where, wherever. They were. He was like. I'm not confident that I can do what needs to be done. And we're like, what needs to be done? What needs to be done? See, it just makes sense because you would assume... Because what he means is in the series is that he doesn't know if he can kill the Fire Lord. This one is like, I don't know if I can do this thing. <laughs> well, because he doesn't know the Fire Nation's coming to the North Pole. Like, how right. does he know? Right. And also, the big the big thing at the end is to save the spirit world. Did we save it? But, why, so. but why did he even go to the North Pole? Why was that even... <laughs> And they, did he send him to go protect the fish? I don't remember that either. He's like, we just, oh, he's going to go uh, master water, I think. But he didn't tell him why. Man, for a movie with so much narration and exposition, there are so many, like, I don't know, though. It, you didn't explain that thing. Because in the animated series, it's like, well, you only have a summer to defeat the Fire Lord. You better get on it. Yeah. And this one is just like, you just need to do this thing because you need to. 
I think one of the really like gems of this movie is that there's like a solid 30 minutes at the beginning of the film with Katara's grand grand being like so once upon a time there was the spirit world and she explains like spirit world politics with real world basically. I know we never talked about spirit world politics right. in the show never right it's it's just and not even in the show the rest of the movie the rest of the movie like he meets with the dragon what twice yeah what does it do nothing nothing it doesn't grand grand is irrelevant she's a minor character and she's irrelevant <laughs> sorry grand grand she was kind of irrelevant in the real show honestly too how dare you slander her <laughs> she never comes back they, they reference her a lot it's like i stayed with my grand grand i was like that we met once and we never right. met again honestly i'm so glad they didn't make a sequel just because just because they wouldn't have had the boulder and that would have upset me so much. They would have put the boulder in there, you They said? would not have. I'm oh. saying they wouldn't, because he's not serious enough. I wonder if they would have done Toph. I don't know. Oh, that would have pissed me off. I know, right? I'm like, honestly... They would have gotten this really big, muscular... That they were going to do in the beginning. They were going to not make Toph. They were going to do someone like the boulder. And then they're like, yeah. nah, we're going to do Toph. <laughs> and they so made the cooler. best decision ever. Honestly, this movie's like watching the Emerald Island players from the last se- season where they did the play about the avatar and it's like completely oh inaccurate. This is like, what is this? We don't actually sound like that. <laughs> uh, That's, yeah. Let's talk about one of my favorite scenes that makes no sense. Uh, the blue spirit scene. Yeah. It's pretty bad. So let the rundown, On gets captured by the Fire Lord, or not the Fire Lord, one of the generals, and Zuko Ozai. decides to... Ozai. No, I'm no. wrong. It's not Ozai. One of the generals. The one from season one. I don't know. I can't He remember. died, so... Yeah. <laughs> Irrelevant. Um, Irrelevant. But, like, he gets captured, and then Zuko, with no context whatsoever, goes in, becomes the Blue Spirit, and saves him, and then gets revealed as the Blue Spirit in that exact same fight wait did someone did he rip off his mask no i think somebody just like goes i'm pretty sure that's the prince i feel like i i'm not watching it again but i feel like the general guy that we were just talking about he's like i'm pretty sure that's prince zuko um i didn't ever explain though why zuko did that i know I don't think they did. I'm getting like the show and the movie mixed up because in the show he was like, oh my gosh, I absolutely need to be the one to get the avatar so that I can get back in my father's good graces and go home finally. I feel like in the sh- in the movie they were just like alluding to Zuko just wants all the glory to himself. Yeah. And you're like, no, he has motivation. Even if they did explain exactly why, they don't really explain it well. Right. And like the blue spirit was like a long plot line about Zuko and just in the movie to have like one fight scene where some guy is like I'm pretty sure that's the prince I think Ong takes off his mask I feel like he does oh my god didn't he get knocked out and he took it off and he yes! back on yes yes mm-hmm. and it's like why would you save me and he does that thing the Ong in the movie at least does that thing where he's like you're evil and you're like you guys have never met before. <laughs> like, well, what he met he Zuko. In the beginning, he met Zuko. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, because in the mo- in the show, though, like, like he has a moment. He was like, "If we were on this different sides, do you think we could have been friends?" 
And then Zuko's like, oh, fight. <laughs> and then they and then they leave. It's a very beautiful moment. I love that scene. I think it's towards the end of the season where Zuko's like, you're just a kid. And Aang goes, you're just a teenager. And I was like, that just puts so much in perspective. Like, it's a joke, number one. But also, like, these are these two young people that shouldn't be fighting a war, but their society is forcing them to. I know. We do a whole podcast on Avatar Last Airbender and how perfect it is. <laughs> it's such a great... I love it so much. Great series. I Yeah, they crammed way too much into this movie. They put so much exposition. I feel like that's, that's got to be a rule of writing, right? Where it's like, if you have too much exposition, that means you have way more plot holes than you can fill. Yeah, if you have to over-explain something, that's, I just can't stand exposition jumps, dumps, because it just makes it seem like, yeah, it's just too much. If you can't show it and you have to tell it, then is there something wrong? Yeah, absolutely. And also, like, you have to give your viewers or your readers, like, a little bit of the benefit Credit. of the doubt. Yeah. Yeah, because, like, they're smart. And, like, everyone who watches this movie has seen the show and if they haven't they'll figure it out right i i said that and as in the middle of that sentence i was like oh man addy has not seen the show and she's definitely seen the movie she, but she's like this movie though i'm pretty sure I'm calling her out like addy if you're listening you gotta watch the show babe you gotta watch it well they are coming out with an action a live action one I feel like we'll have to applaud it on that because I don't I don't know. I the casting is at least not whitewashed so far. Everyone looks pretty accurate. I don't to the know. Character. The the people that started Avatar, they bowed out of the project. No. It scares me. <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> I, don't know, I heard someone I was talking to someone about it and they're like, I just hope it's not overly sexualized. And I was like, mm-hmm. ah I was like, that freaks oh me out. Goodness. What if it's a uh, Avatar The Last Airbender Riverdale? But think about it. It's like Katara. What if this uh, this whole love triangle over sexualized of her between Aang and Zuko? I'll be mad. She's 12. Don't do that. That's what I'm saying. And what if they do that to Aang? What if they over sexualize him? Not it's my like, bald child. This is what I'm saying. I was like, they're going to make it gross. I'm, I'm going to be mad. uncomfortable. I'm uncomfy talking about it. Oh, Me too. <laughs> <laughs> someone pointed out and i was like how dare you ruin my day i know and that's definitely something netflix would do 100 percent. well they did that with riverdale oh riverdale (laughs) i love lakedale it's such a good show it's just so weird Uh, they change their plot every season but they change it so dramatically it just doesn't make sense like, it's aliens, no, wait, it's a meteor, no, wait, it's a, I don't know, forest people. <laughs> I would watch for forest people. <laughs> I was like, you gotta stick with the plot line, my guys. <laughs> it would be different if they changed the plot a little bit, because people do, they do. I mean, Str- Stranger Things has, but they change it so, I, there's only so much that can happen to one town. Yeah, they change it stupid. Much like this movie. See how I segued? Wow. Mm. Look at that. (laughs) This movie gets off the rails so quickly. Like, some of the most jarring transitions for me were, all right, we've got Aang and the gang over here. And then all of a sudden it cuts to Fire Lord Ozai giving some strange lecture to one of his underlings. 
and they're in like a hallway. Always. They're always in a hallway. If you think about oh, it. Oh, yeah. And yeah. maybe because he's so busy, he doesn't have time to sit down in a room. Yeah, I mean, I guess being Fire Lord is a pretty demanding job, but <laughs> like, it just, it's such a jarring transition from this weird quest that Aang and Soka and Katara are on where they're like, we have to free all the slaves. And you're like, what? And then Fire Lord Ozai being like, we have to destroy the spirit world. And then neither of those plot lines come to a head at any point. I just love how all out of all the episodes, that was the episode they decided to the the one wherever they would trap the Earth Okay, benders. well let's talk let's talk about that. They trapped the air bin the earthbenders on <laughs> and hoped nothing bad would happen when in the show they trapped them in an ocean where like there's no earth to bend. Yeah. And then these other earthbenders are like, we're trapped. There's nothing we can do. It's like, what do you mean there's nothing you can do? Your earth is always there. I want a version of Avatar with like you as Aang, where you walk into this camp and you're like, you idiots, you're trapped in a valley. There's earth. I mean, that's basically what Aang did. He walked in and was like, there's earth all around you. And they're like, oh, there is. And then they, whenever they fight back, they don't do any big stuff. They're just like, throw a pebble at you. <laughs> Um, that was that was so oh man hardcore With all the choreography they put into the bending the payoff is so little that it's like what even is the point of bending? I bet the people that were doing the choreography they're like oh they're gonna make this look really cool and there's gonna be earth flying and then in reality it's one rock they ran out of budget in the CGI department and they're like well I it guess it was all on that dragon that dragon man he was really important too I mean that I love should have been he should have been. Oh. A, oh, he showed up and said those things in that dark cave where we really couldn't see him that well. Honestly, that's how I show up to most of my meetings. Though I just show up and I'm like, "Come to it's my like a cave. Zoom call. Here is a vague, ominous. I don't know. Premonition. Now go shelf books. <laughs> I mean, they could have saved a lot of money on that CGI if they would have just got someone to play uh, Roku. <laughs> that's true. It's just a person. This dragon boy. <laughs> <laughs> if they really want a dragon in there, for God, I don't know why. This get Roku's dragon to fly him over one time. Oh, and I'm sure like the lack of emotion all the characters had, especially the dragon. He was just like, "Hello, child." Bleh. Was the director's fault because they probably weren't like, "Hey, react." I'm sure the director was probably the opposite. He was, like, "Don't react." the emo there's a lot of people i feel like now whenever they do those kind of like high pressure roles where it's like all right act shocked and they don't they don't move any like yeah because that is shock i guess you know whenever something bad happens and people just don't react because it's like they're just in shock but not in acting guys not acting overact a little bit (laughs) ashlyn's acting school when you act shocked be actually shocked (laughs) For real, don't just stand there. Because yes, that is realistic, but that's not what we're paying you for, right? Uh, oh man, I mean, I feel like I'm giving the actors the benefit of a doubt. Where I'm like, I feel like you do have acting talent, and the director was like, "Don't react, though," because that's such a in my Shyamalan thing. Like, think about old when they literally just like zoomed in on someone's forehead. That was or, like, funny. Nose, and you're like, you're watching something disgusting. 
But they don't show it. They don't show it, and none of the characters actually act like it's disgusting. They're just like, ah, I guess we're just here. And that's it. It's healing around my fingers. It's like, oh, I wish I could see that, because that's disturbing. Yeah, definitely listen to our old episode, because it M. Night Shyamalan does this in his movies, where he's like, okay, don't act like anything is wrong, or that you exist. Just act, pretend like you're a cloud. (laughs) (laughs) You know? Well, Am I wrong? No, definitely not. It's just funny because then you watch Split where there's so much emotion and so much mm. reaction and you're like, wow, this is great. Then all comes out. And then you wonder, what the hell happened? <laughs> you didn't have Anya Taylor-Joy in old. <laughs> or James McCoy. Mm-hmm. Or well, they, Actually, I figured out, you know, uh, last night at Soho, that actor, the girl actor? Yeah. She's in old. She's the girl. <laughs> She is, yeah. I didn't realize that. I was like, oh no. I was like, I actually like you. <laughs> That's how you can tell. Like, it's the director telling them to act bad because she's like a proficient actress. Yeah. And then you're old and it's like, all right, guys, don't react to anything. Same with Avatar. They're doing the worst things ever. The most I saw someone react in Avatar was Uncle Eero towards the end when the general killed the moon spirit. And he was like, screw you and then he blew fire in his face but that was after after the general caught the fish and uncle Eero staying there going like no don't do it no i know that scene in the animated series was he was like don't do it i will unleash 10 times the hell on you he was like screaming yeah and you could just tell he cares so much and this guy was like don't I dare you. <laughs> Do it. See what happens. And did. And nothing happened. And then he just like blew fire in his face. And he's like, "This, that's about it. <laughs> that's all I got. Don't be messing with fish. <laughs> I like that fish. I want to keep him. I feel like everyone in this movie, they were like, just act like you're an F boy. Because they all walk around like they're, you know, they're all that. <laughs> they're like, Do it. See what happens. And it's like, Nothing. Nothing. I did it. (laughs) I did it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's so bad. It's so bad. Well, if you had, do you think this movie had to be rewritten, or do you think that there were some things they could have fixed? I think you'd have to do a complete rewrite. I mean, this is a bad movie. Me too. Like even Mm -hmm. with source material, you watch this movie and. I just got that sense of like I don't care about the characters. I don't know what's happening. I'm just not invested. And even the world, as beautiful as it is, like, I don't care. I don't even think it was that pretty, honestly. (laughs) I mean, I'm thinking about, like, the North Pole, which is definitely where their CGI budget went. Well, no, that was nice. But, like, even we went to the, we went to um, the Earth Kingdom. The Earth Kingdom, which is, like, huge and really pretty and all that stuff. And we, it was filmed in a forest. I forgot about the Earth Kingdom. I just... Yeah, I was thinking about the Earth people in the prison. That's, that's the Earth Kingdom. Oh, Lord. <laughs> They're just like, we're going to film this in the woods somewhere and not actually put up walls <laughs> to show that they're trapped. It's all oh, mental. No. It's all in they're their head. They're trapped. They can't get out. Look, I'm like, there single- are guards right there. What about behind you? No, no. Guards right there. <laughs> they're watching us. I'm like, sure sure <laughs> okay okay it was bad what about you do you would you rewrite it 
Oh, I would have to completely rewrite it. Yeah. I just don't believe you can make that into a movie. No. You you have to do a series. There's no way you're going to fit everything. There's no way to salvage that script, dude. You got to cut the whole thing. Start cut from the scratch. whole thing. Fire the director. Honestly, I feel like if they wanted to give, like, Avatar fans a different story, which is what it felt like viewing it. It felt like M. Night Shyamalan, whoever wrote it, was like, let's give these hardcore fans like something new to watch because they've already seen the series that's that's a bad decision just make a whole nother of course that's what i'm saying i was like i feel like they should have focused on avatar kyoshi or avatar roku like obviously give them a better movie because they deserve some respect but if they wanted to deliver a new plot line they should have just picked a different character to do it with and not ang ang is too established Picked a whole nother reincarnation. Right. Because there's so many that you can pick from. Absolutely. You could have done the original Avatar. Yeah. Because they had a very interesting story. See, we could have we could have fixed this. You guys should have called us. We were in like what? Junior high school freshman, maybe? Yeah, yeah. I remember I I only saw it recently and that was why I knew it was gonna be bad. And it was. And you were right. Oh, look at that. I tend to see these horrible movies and I'm like, I must make all my friends suffer. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's one of those movies I couldn't watch by myself because I would not watch the whole thing. No, no. This is a movie you definitely get people together and you're like, we're going to roast the crap out of these children. So get ready. No, my sister hasn't seen this movie and she's a big Avatar (gasps) fan. I know. Um, I know. I was like, you oh, she just watched this really cool new movie. Whoops, it's actually Avatar. <laughs> no, look. We're going to watch it and you're going to hate it. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a good movie. No, it's not. Hate it with us. The soundtrack is the only good thing and it was mediocre at best. Yeah. Uh, didn't they steal most of their soundtrack from the show? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, so that they don't get any points for that. <laughs> that was not original. You get nothing. <laughs> you get nothing. Well, I guess to summarize this movie, I would say I would give you a zero, but I can't. So you get a one. So I give you a one. One boomy. <laughs> <laughs> As you should have put in the movie a long time ago. <laughs> well, I think that summarizes this this episode. So I'm so glad that y'all had fun because I know I did. <laughs> i know you enjoyed every minute of that movie and you watch it in your spare time <laughs> yes of course but we have you'll hear from us soon <laughs> you hear you can't even say it <sighs> you will hear from us soon and we will talk to you later <laughs> all right, all right. bye, bye. <laughs>